start the show being we be here for like two hours talking about some other shit and nothing. So yeah. thank you for tuning into Nonsense with Mention, a podcast about nothing. Apparently, this morning it talks about everything. <laughs> I'm here with my brother from another mother, Juan, and present <clears throat> my actual brother, Mikey. Good morning. And my name is Nick. And yes, good times, man. The energies and the chakras and the planets are aligning. And Mikey finally saw Loki. So yeah, yeah. that shit was good, man. I've been telling you. I don't know why y'all don't listen to me, man. Have you seen it once? I've been telling you. Nah. The, the, my, the my series? Yeah. Yeah. I seen like one or two of them. They were pretty good, but I just never went back there. I just yeah. I don't be on the TV like that. <clears throat> Tell you, this is Loki. But this Loki I wasn't either man. until I had my son. There's a lot of, <laughs> lot of TV time on the couch these days. Yeah, and I've been telling you, I, I was singing the praise for a long time about this series, man. I... And I wasn't, I was not hyping it when I, cause this is like one of my, my top three all time, like stories being told, yo. definitely without a shadow of a yeah. doubt, this series. Did you see, did you see the behind the scenes? No, I did not. The, like the event, the assembled thing they have on there, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't get to watch I that. I tried watching some of it, but no, but it was kind of cool. This, this thing actually kind of, um, what's it supposed to happen? Yeah, well, all the great things when, are not supposed to happen because uh, like, they killed them, right? They killed them in the one yeah. Avengers movie, and then um, after that, the, one the, Loki, the guy who plays no, uh, that's, the first, that's, that's when we first meet him, and he's like the villain. That's so like the, he uh, main main villains. Thanos kills him, and this is after a few years of playing him, and and he became like a uh, fan favorite, like like an anti hero. People, people love him. Like he came out on a um. Comic Con dressing his his costume, you know the producers like, oh, go out dressing full gear. Don't go out as yourself. Go out as Loki. And he was like, I don't know if the people want that. He's like, trust me, they want it. And the crowd ate that shit up. My man was out. There was like, say my name, and they screaming Loki. Yes, yo, it was, it was dope. But anyway, <laughs> so they when they killed him, he said he, you know, after they were done wrapping up, he goes to the producer. He's like, so is is that it? Am I am I dead? He was like. Yeah, unfortunately, that that's it. This is where your story ends. And then um, they had the where the Avengers did the whole time travel thing to try to get. And it was during when they were making that story up. They were like, hold up. What if we get Loki involved with this time travel thing and give him another story? And that's how it came about. And apparently they never address Loki stealing the Tesseract in the yeah. Avengers movie. Like, he steals it, disappears, and that's the last you hear of it in the series. I don't know, because I haven't seen the Avengers. But they, they never really, like, went after that in that storyline. But from that, they were able now to make the series of Loki and the TVA and all that. And that and that story, what happens is they go back to try to essentially gather Infinity Stones before Thanos gets them. So he can't get them. That's the idea. And in the process of doing that, Somehow they mess up something in the Battle of New York where they have the first fight with Loki where Hulk smashes him all over the place. Yeah. So at the end of that battle, when it all happens, you know, obviously everything comes down, people get arrested. That's when they're exiting with the Tesseract, which has the essentially the Affinity Stone. He steals it and blips away, and then that's where he ends up in the series. So now yeah. because he's altered the timeline that's not supposed to be altered like that by stealing that because he's not supposed to steal that. That's supposed to be there for them to take back to the future. So he altered that timeline by stealing that. So that's why they zapped him into the TVA. And that's where the whole story starts. But, I mean, you would assume that that timeline got pruned. Yeah, at this point, yeah. And once you see the series, you realize that's probably you gotta what happened. You got to assume that that's what happened. Yeah. 
You know, that was a very wait, very wait, 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 wait. So if they prune that timeline, then essentially the Thanos snap never happened. And yeah, I don't know. None you're going of the too deep Marvel should exist right now. It's your fault, Mikey. You're going too deep now. I don't know. It's your fault. <laughs> I don't know. It's your fault. <laughs> now it's time for you to take us out. Hold up. Yeah, nah, but, that, but, but no, now but you know what? There's the whole, the whole talk, Mikey. Yeah, but then with the way it ends, now. the way it ends just kind of opens up possibilities to everything. It does. It does. You know? It, 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 it now is. you're just fueling the fire, Mikey. No, nah, but. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on track. I'm not gonna go with I'm gonna stay on track. So we'll go back to the Loki, back to the Loki thing, Mike. So what do you, what do you think about it, Mike? What do you think about it? So like I, I like the what you like? No, go ahead, you go ahead. I, I just liked how how the fact that it just I did. I asked him a question. What you like about it? You know what I like about it? <laughs> what I meant so what you like I, about I, it? I, I didn't mean, well, I liked about it. I thought you would like it, the whole idea of the fact that it deals with like the, like Loki as a god. And I remember as a kid, you were very into Thor and the Greek mythology of it. So I, I thought I figured this was something that you would enjoy because of who it is. And I know you, you love the Thor series. So yeah. being a fan of all that, you know, and again, this I know this is very different. Not very, but it's different from like stuff in the comic, and it's a whole different storyline. But what, oh, what, what way different your... because because um, like in, in essence, Loki wasn't a god for ninety percent of the series. He was just you know because they took in the TVA, his powers are gone. So for for a good chunk of the series, Loki is just you get to see Loki as a person. You know, it's not Loki the god of mischief. It's just who he is. And, and in essence, the whole show is him really trying to figure out who he really is outside it, of what he does. And did you notice you know, so, that the first episode I, is called Grand Purpose, and then the last episode was called Grand Purpose? Glorious so, Purpose. Glorious Purpose. Both. Yeah, both. I didn't even notice. I didn't even notice that with the titles. Yeah. But yeah, the whole the whole show is basically about the 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 first question Morbius gives him, which is like, you know, why do you do what you do? <laughs> That's the entire show. He asks his one question in the beginning of the show, and the entire show is Loki trying to figure out who he is and why he does what he does. And it's almost like him trying to peel away his powers, his abilities, what he thinks he's supposed to do, and really find out who he is. Because you see in that in that first interaction with Morbius, when they sit down in the room and he shows them what happened to him. And like, like, like that—that's that was your future. You're supposed to go back. You're supposed to get back with Thor. You cause your mother to get killed. Like he sees all yeah. the shit. And he's like, "Fuck!" Like I caused that. I caused all that. And then that's how I get killed. Like you know. So and it humbles him to see, like, damn, like you know, like that's what I could be. You know, what I mean, that's why I had the opportunity for greatness, and I had, and I, you know, because every time he did before he became who he is now, like. He stumbled along the way. Every time it looked like he was working with Thor and doing something, he was always looking out for himself because that's the whole thing, right? You can't trust the Loki, right? That's what the series, you know, essentially yeah. find out is that every Loki has a problem trusting a Loki because you they know they can't be trusted. But it, it, I think a lot of it too, I liked a lot of the, the mind work, right? So that we were talking about at work that you, we were talking about like the whole at the end with the, you know, with the pull, the, the glorious purpose, you know, the per, uh, yeah. with the burden, Thingy, 
you know, yeah, we got we got throw a spoiler alert though. We're gonna go deep into that. I mean, so I did what we know. I mean, we the, yeah, the show's been you know, out. The show's been, been out. out it's been over. You find it. This, this whole thing is a spoiler alert. We put it in the title. Spoiler alert. Mikey finally saw fucking Loki. That's gonna be the title. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, so we so, talking spoilers because there's a lot of stuff dealing with the, the life and just the shit that he does. Like you know, not it. So you know, let's get into it. Let's talk about the yeah, whole so, purpose. Look, thing, to get was, to get Juan caught up to speed real quick. So Juan, the whole the whole thing is right. They got this time variance agency right and there's a timeline and it's like pretty much it's a wire loom and the wires going through the loom are all the different timelines and there's a man called he who remains and he keeps the timelines from getting too big he who and exploding remains. yeah okay. like so he keeps he keeps the timelines from from expanding too much and basically destroying everything and then with busting destroying the everything busting out because the insulation the only thing that's left is going to be the sacred timeline which eventually will create a multiverse war between a whole bunch of he who remain variants. Because the whole point of the TVA and why it was created was because that one guy, he who remains, becomes so smart and he's aware of other worlds and dimensions. And then he starts finding himself in other worlds and dimensions. And they all start teaching each other all the stuff that they know from their world and their own dimensions to the point where they start fighting each other for power and they essentially destroy the universe. So he's the one that essentially finds a way to destroy them all and controls everything into one timeline where he is the only one of his kind in the timeline. And that's the whole purpose for him to keep it like that. Yeah. And now with Loki coming into this accidentally, the way he did, essentially is trying to, he realizes what's going on and is trying to unravel that and let essentially the universe be free. And well, not now, to, so before you know, that, before that, Loki's, in his mind, he always wants to be king, or so he says. He wants yes, to be in right. charge. He wants to be king. So when he gets caught up by the TVA and he hears about this, at this point, we don't know about he who remains. We know about the timekeepers. His idea is, if I could get in front of the timekeepers, I can kill them, and I could become the timekeeper, and I'll be the one in charge, right? So that's his whole thing. But they're trying to find the variant of his that's been harassing them for, like, eons, and it's a female Loki. And her plan is, I want to kill the timekeepers and free time so that nothing's controlled. Everybody has free will. So you have two Lokis with two different final destinations, but with the same idea in mind. He ends up, obviously, being a narcissist. He ends up pretty much falling in love with himself as a female version. Yeah. So they work together. Something I would do. But the crazy (laughs) shit was, and, uh, you know, I realized it because after that last episode, I sat for hours just thinking about it. So when they finally meet He Who Remains, it's the end of season one. The two Lokis are there. He Who Remains lays everything out for him, tells him, listen, this is why this is in place. You know, if you break this, this happens. If you do this, that happens. He's like, you have three choices. He's like, one, you guys could work for me. He goes, you guys could, in essence, run the TVA. Keep me in charge. Everything stays the same. We continue to do what we're doing. The world is peaceful. He's like, two, you can take over completely and get rid of me. He's like, and then you two will be the gods here. He goes, or three, you just kill me and you let the world, the universes explode. Right? So those are the three choices. Take over, work for him, kill him, and let everything explode. The one Loki, obviously, she wants to kill him. She wants to get free will. So she kills him. Turns out he was right. Shit starts getting haywire. So now the other Loki... The, the main Loki is going on trying to figure out how to save everything. So they have like one option is to increase the loom 
so that you can you can hold more timelines. But they keep trying to do it and it keeps failing. So then it comes to a point where he realizes he's like, all right, either we got to figure out a way to increase this loom or I got to kill the other Loki so she doesn't kill he who remains. No longer is he talking about the option where he takes control of everything. It's just either kill her or make the loom bigger. My man goes back for centuries, but I'm making the story too long. He goes back for centuries to learn about, you know, physics and all this and that so he could find out how to increase the loom. Essentially, what happens is the time traveling. Every time they go to do something, it 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 ends the, the cycle and the whole thing explodes. But he's learned to manipulate the power to reverse himself back into time, certain amount of time. So what happens as it explodes, he reverses back, and he's like, "All right, let's try this." And he does that for an infinite amount of time, essentially endless amounts of time reliving and every time learning something new and then when he found out he has to learn like Mike said like physics and all this he goes even farther back to learn with the scientists who develop stuff at the TVA and living that loop over and over and over essentially knowing nothing of nothing and living what what did he say Mike how long he said it was going to take him to learn it centuries it was centuries yeah yeah like it literally says centuries later like and then you like, see Loki like going Spongebob, through the whole centuries thing. Centuries later. And he's like telling the guys, like, listen, don't put it down. You put it down, it's going to fall off. He would just keep walking, put it in, turn it, shoot it, we're good. And then he does it, and everybody's like, ah, oh, we're good. And then it starts to, like, implode again. So he asks the, the he who remains guy, and he was like, there's no way that, like, it's infinite, the amount of universes. Like, you can't, you can't, you know, you calculate can't for uh, calculate for infinite universes. He was, there's Definitely. no way to expand that. So now it goes back to the original, which is either keep him alive, which means you would have to kill the girl, or take over. And again, he still goes back trying to not have to kill her to when he finally goes back to the original first scene where he's sitting with Mobius. And Mobius is trying to ask him, why do you do what you do? And he explains to him, but then he asks Mobius, he goes, listen, how do you decide like who lives and who dies? Like, how do you decide who gets pruned? Like what timeline disappears, what timeline stays. At that point, I realized like he's weighing the cost. Like he finally realized I may have to take over. And now you start to see that even though he was the god of, of mischief and, and chaos and he kept saying he wanted to be king, he was given an opportunity to be a king. The guy told him you could take over and everything would be fine. He went centuries and centuries trying to find out a way that he did not have to take over because this question he asked is Mobius was probably on his mind from the beginning. How am I supposed to choose who gets to live and who gets to die? And as he's asking Mobius this, you can see his eyes are watering up. And so I, I actually wrote down the quote and, and I, uh, I journaled about it the other day, but I'll read the quote real quick. But so Mobius tells him, he goes, you got to keep the big picture in mind. He goes, most purpose is more burden than glory. You never want to be the guy who avoids it because you can't live with the burden. No, there's no comfort. You just choose your burden. So Loki's thinking, I'm going to be king. It's going to be great. I could do whatever the hell I want. But then he starts realizing, like, well, shit, if I become king, I got to make some hard choices. And Mobius pretty tells him, like, listen, if, if you want to have this glorious purpose, it's going to come with a heavy burden. Like, you're not going to be this great purposeful god and not have to carry something like at some point you're going to have to carry your burden whether it's the burden of, of retreating and, and leaving your post or the burden of having to make these tough choices you know so he tells him this and then you see like 
Loki still had that like that sadness in his eyes because now at this point he realizes he's like, well, there's there's no other choice. Like this was the only choice from the beginning. Like I'm a god. I should have made this choice centuries ago. So he in essence now goes back and chooses to become he who remains. And even one step further, he actually becomes the freaking multiverse. He essentially but, goes out into it and grabs the timelines and starts pulling them as they're dying off because. Like Mikey said, they you can't well, every time they factor in the math of the universe, they never you can't factor in affinity because it's always going to be infinite. So no matter what, the numbers always going to have to be essentially bigger. So it got to the point where it was everything was getting destroyed and all the timelines were essentially fading away and like dying. And as he goes out, he grabs them, and as he grabs them, it starts turning the green like Loki, like the Loki green, and he starts essentially adding his energy into it because he through the process of all this. And going through everything, he learns to manipulate time and do all this stuff because he's a god in the way of a god. He didn't need any extra gadgets and stuff like a lot of these people would need to move around through this stuff. He was able to essentially just move through freely and pulls everything together and just essentially now sits at the beginning of time holding all of time together. You know, God, what he wished for. He became a god, god of everything. But the crazy thing was, like I said, you, I mean, and I've only and seen... And sits there for all of eternity doing nothing. I don't know if I've seen two Thors or one Thor, but I've I seen enough to see that, you know, even in that little clip Mobius shows him, like he often frequently like self-sabotages to never get to what he really wants. Like even as Thor's younger brother, like him and Thor could have ruled, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Thor didn't want to lock him up. Like Thor was like, listen, you know, I'll, I'll be king, whatever. Like you're still my brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Thor wanted like, him by his side. <laughs> So as much as Loki says he wanted this power, he never really want like he was scared of it. He was scared of what he could do with it or what he would do with it. So he was always constantly doing something stupid to hinder himself, you know, because of fear of, you know, how Mobius says the burden, like with, with more purpose, you know, most purpose you have in your life is going to be. And that's the thing, right? Like we look at it. You look at it, right? We see it at work lots of times. When you see it one, two, right? When somebody's trying to do something at work, right? You try real hard to take the shortcut, and that shortcut takes 47 more steps than had you just done it the regular way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, if I take this off and this off, then I can't swing it out like that. I'm going to take none of that off. And then you do that, and you're like, oh, shit, wait. No, I just got to take this off. Oh, wait, I just got to take this off. And then before you know it, now everything's off. And it's like, I could have just took that off. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, that, and essentially, that's what happens. You know what I mean? And that's what happened here. And that's what happens lots of times. I mean, I, I do a lot of my life. I I am a like a main main person that the person that does that all the time. Where I try to take all these shortcuts, and at the end of the day, they just end up making me double back and taking twice as long to do a job that had I just you know did it the way I was supposed to, <laughs> wouldn't yeah. be in the position. And that's what happened here. Loki just didn't you know was insisted on not going that route. Like ah, I don't know. That's, but it was it was a great show, man. It was a great show. I mean, like you said, you saw I got you thinking. That's how I had me the whole yeah, time. Yeah, no, that definitely know? had me thinking, man. Like I said, especially that quote, man. Because I know, like in my in my career, you know, not even even out of automotive field, like I've always end up somewhere in management, you know. And then there's always something that goes wrong, and I leave. And then the next job I take is like, you know, they'll they'll match what I was getting, but they won't have, you know, they won't make me a manager. And I'm like, oh, this is great. I could just be who I am, and you know, I don't got to worry about, you know, running anything or making decisions. And somehow I always end up back in the same position, you know, and that that's where it kind of hit home for me 
with this whole Loki thing. It was like, you know, in a way I kind of saw myself in that. Whereas like, I, I always say like, I want to have this and then I get it. And you know, it's like, is there always really something that goes wrong or is it, or is it me? You know what I mean? Like, you know, like when we say like, you know, if, if you always happen to find the wrong mate in your life, you know, common denominator is you, you got to sit back and think like, what am I doing then that is causing this to continually happen? And that's what kind of brought the surface with me as I was watching it and seeing the way he was kind of avoiding taking that, like he was taking that position, but not really taking it. You know what I mean? Like he was leading them, but at the yeah. same point, he, he still didn't want to take that spot. Like he's like, I will do everything I can to fix the situation, <clears throat> except take control of it. Yeah, <laughs> you know and I mean? it's like, almost like he want. It's almost like he want to fix gonna, it, and then just kind of like chill. You know, like kind of just take back. a back yeah. seat. You know? I mean, I got this fixed. We're done. All right, now I don't got to okay. worry he, about it. He wanted to fix it, but he didn't want to be control of it. Like you, I, yeah. I want to help. I want to help him get this all together, but just leave me alone. Let me do yeah, my thing. And that's done. and that that's what really hit home for me, because I think I think that's why where I'm at in my mind with a lot of things. All right, so now let's take this one further, yo. I mean, we run, I know we're burning daylight. We run out of time here real quick, but let's take this one one further now. Now, the way this all happened, right? The way this all played out, right? What was that? Was that coincidence? Was that the universe talking? Because you saw this when you <laughs> saw it, at the time you saw it, and it did yeah. what it did. So what is that? I mean, I've been asking you, know you how answer. long to watch this shit. I've been asking you how long to watch this shit. And now at this point in your yeah. life, it's like, oh, let me put on the Disney Plus <laughs> app on, and, and I can watch this show now. And then here we yeah. are. I mean, look. I mean, I, I, I always say God speaks to me through different areas, man. Whether it be a book, a show, a song, an Instagram post after I say a prayer. You know? So, I mean, definitely. And, and that's one of the things I thought of when I saw it. I was like, yo, what are the chances that after all this time I finally watched this now? And this is exactly what I'm dealing with. You know, like, what, what, what am I supposed to take out of this? And that's the hard part. I mean, it doesn't, part, right? I always say, yeah, I'm about to say, it doesn't make it any listen. easier. Yes. You know, it, it doesn't it, make it any it easier. It just gives you more to think about. So now, now you go into the, into the next, like, see, that's, that's good that you said that, because that's exactly it, right? It, there's stuff like this, when the universe talks to you, it doesn't, it's not like it's like, there's the answer, boom, we going. There's a parking spot, we good. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's not that simple. It's like, okay, so clearly I'm on the right path. Clearly I'm looking and leading into something I should be leading into, and now I got a little more information, a little more to think about, a little more stuff to process. You know, so it's not I, I just always, so much of a fuck it. Well, I, always, it? Uh, I always use the example of the story of Gideon in the Old Testament. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but Gideon was a, he was part of, part of a tribe. And God wanted to use Gideon to save his people from the Midianites. Gideon was like the lowest of the low in the lowest tribe. So my man's out there, you know, threshing wheat, working in the fields. And he gets this message from an angel. And he's like, nah, you got the wrong guy. They're like, nah, you, you who we want. He's like, my tribe is the lowest and I'm the lowest of my tribe. You got the wrong guy. They're like, nah, nah, it is it's you who we want. So he, he has like a, a cloth and he says, you know what? I'm going to throw this outside. If you make that cloth wet and the ground around it dry, then I know it's me. He goes to bed, wakes up the next morning. Guess what? Cloth is wet. The ground is dry. He's like, hey, I, mean, that, I mean, that means anything. Make the ground wet <laughs> and the cloth dry, and then it'd be me. So he goes to bed, comes out the next day. Ground wet, cloths are dry. He's like, oh, 
You know, now, now he got three messages. But he still, you know, through the whole, you know, little story, I mean, he only carries a few chapters. But through the few chapters, that's what it is. It's him kind of fighting, like, I don't know if you got the right guy. And, and being constantly shown, like, no, this is what I want you for. This is what I'm calling you for. Like, stop running from it and do it. Ultimately, he, you know, falls in line and follows God's plan. And he saves God's people, him and, and uh, 300 men against, you know, tens of thousands of Midianites. But it's that same idea where, you know, you're getting these signals and you're getting these messages from God and, you, and you're praying for a sign and you're getting signs. And you're like, yeah, give me another one. You know, because at the end of the day, like they have that quote, right? It ain't what the, what is it? It's um, it's not our weakness that we're afraid of, but our, our strength or something. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the quote. But Was I that know, a Maya Angelou yeah. quote? Uh, we have to, uh, let me send that over to research real quick. Hold on. <laughs> I was thinking with Uncle Ben, you know, great power comes great responsibility. Every superhero story starts like that. Oh, I'm not worthy. I can't do this. It's not, you know, you got the wrong guy. And then before I know it, the wrong guy is the right guy. Through the troubles and trials of life, the wrong guy becomes the right guy. Apparently it's it's a Nelson Mandela quote. I don't know how accurate this is. I always thought it was uh, Maya okay. Angelou, but it says it was a 1994 inaugural address from Nelson Mandela, and is our deepest fear is not that we are weak. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. And then it goes on and on to a long ass speech. But but I mean that's that's the idea. That's the truth of it, right? It's like you know everybody always wants to have that that spot that position and then you get it and you're like well shit what the hell am i supposed to do with it now you know because this ain't the movies they don't just you know roll credits you know like loki got to sit down and the, and the credits rolled you know what i mean like we sit down and it's like all right now do something you know what i mean like there's no credits you know what i'm saying like <laughs> we walk off give each other a high five and freeze in midair and it don't yeah, just stop like, there. We gotta land I, I down, sit down and, and start grabbing timelines <laughs> you know it's like okay so what are you, what are you gonna do now like there's no credits. There's no ending scene. There's no behind the scenes. There's just like keep going now, and that's that's the hard part, man. Yeah. At least look at the bright side, though. At least you don't gotta sit there for all eternity. He's holding shit. Yeah. That shit gotta yeah. be rough. But no, it's oh, just forums. Yeah. You know when you when you see you know that's how I feel, man. Like shows like this and and certain songs and things like. I think if you're really in tune to like yourself and, and you know, your creator, you'll be more aware when these things start to happen. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I definitely, as soon as I saw it and that, that scene hit, it, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks, bro. I was like, damn. You know, I, I knew that was going to be something that I had to really sit and wrestle with. And I'm, I'm still wrestling with it. I'm still wrestling with it. Yeah, I know, man. I know. <laughs> we all have our demons, you know. But sometimes you don't wrestle with demons, though. You know, it's not always a demon you're wrestling with. Yeah, you, I guess you're right. Take this back to the Bible like I always do. You know, the story of Jacob. You know the story of Jacob one? You don't know well, that one either? Well, I know that the demons look like angels. Heard, the angels look heard, like demons. Heard about them. Yeah, no, Jacob was, was another person that, you know, God called to, to move his, his nation. And Jacob ain't want it. So God met him at night and they wrestled for 12 hours. Jacob and God. And Jacob kept saying, you know, bless me. Bless me. If you are who you say you are, bless me. So God punched him in his damn hip socket, made him limp for the rest of his life, changed the name to Israel. And it, he was wrestling with God all night, trying to not do what God was asking him to do. 
You know, so sometimes when you're wrestling with something, you know, it may be a demon you're wrestling with, but a lot of time, most of the time, I would say, the things we truly wrestle with is the things that God is asking us to do. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I sit back and think about the stuff that I fight with. I don't think of them as demons in, in the sense of, don't get me twisted, there are some stuff in my life that do kind of haunt me. But when I talk about I'm wrestling with my demons, I'm talking about, like, like thoughts, like, I, I was telling Mikey one, I had a discussion over uh over the weekend with the toddler we were having a very serious discussion and you know she was talking about her being there for me and all that and throughout the process she brought up me streaming and that and it, like immediately like i i just we're done here like i didn't i didn't verbally say that but like i just checked out of the conversation like the whole time we were talking that we're there we're out of eye and we had food on the table we had sat down and ready to eat and we didn't you know we're talking the minute that came up i was like eye contact was gone i was like yeah i'm, I'm gonna eat now I'm hungry. So we we done. <laughs> you know, and it wasn't like I did it on purpose. I did it, and then after I realized what I was doing, I stopped, and I'm like, oh shit, like, and I put myself back into the situation. But it was just like, that's what that's what I what I mean by wrestling with demons. That's something I'm struggling with. It's something that I do want to do. That for some reason there's a disconnect there somewhere that's preventing me from doing this. You know, what I mean, there's bro, I have so much shit on my phone that I've done that I haven't even like little by little I've been putting stuff out. You can see it for like the summer and shit. You know, what I mean, like I don't yeah. know what there is, but there's some sort of disconnect. And then just by her mentioning it, it fucking triggered it. You know, what I mean, so when I say I, everybody has demons to deal with, I don't just mean in the sense of an actual dark, shadowy figure of a demon or something bad we did that haunts us at night. You know, what I mean, I mean in a sense like something that's Calling us trouble, you know. It's a purpose. That's a trigger. Wrestling with that purpose, man. I mean, I guess that's a better way to put it, right? Because we try to put positive spins on everything, right? That's the whole idea. That's what it is. It's it's, this fear that holds us back with all this shit. You know, sometimes it's the fear of of the unknown. You know, the 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 fear of possibly failing. You know, can I make it? And you know, the funny thing is, like, I I. I've been listening to things um, like two or three shows come about in the past couple months, and they, they talked about that, right? The fear of failure. And they put a spin on it that really made me think. And I was like, shit, you know, maybe that's, there's some truth to that. And it, it goes back to like civilization, like early civilization. And it's not so much that we fear failing, we fear what people will think of us when we fail. Right. And the way they say that that goes back to early civilization, because if you go all the way back to like the time of like tribes and villages where people bounded together, everybody had a job. And if you didn't do your job, your village would like die. Well, essentially, everybody had a purpose within that to keep it. So let's say, for example, the three of us were hunters and we were meant to go out every day or every week and hunt food for our tribe if we came back day after day with no food because we failed they wouldn't be ass all right you get them next time at some point they'd be like well you guys are no longer a help to this village Uh, we're gonna have to ask you to leave and you guys can handle yourselves we got new hunters you know and so what they say is that Fear of being excommunicated out of the community, out of the village, is like ingrained in our minds. And that's why when we go to tackle something and we don't think we're going to succeed, that's where the fear comes from. It's not so much, if I do this, I'm going to fail. It's, well, if I do this, I'm going to fail. 
people are going to say this, this, and this about me. They're going to feel this way about me. And then they're no longer going to accept me, you know, for, for who I am or, or what I do. And that's where the fear um, in essence comes from. And, it, and it, you know, just thinking about it in that sense, it kind of hits home a little bit. You know, it, ha- it holds more weight than simply just, yeah, I'm just afraid that I'm going to mess up. Right, because I mean, we do shit alone all the time. We mess up, and it's no big deal, yeah. right? Like we go out skating, and you fucking go to make a jump, you bust your ass. It's like ah, whatever. But and that's you failed, but you were cool with that. You know what I mean? Like because nobody saw that. You know, same thing. Juan, when he's out on the range, you know, he wants to hit a certain target, and he misses. It's like ah, whatever. I, I got a neck. You know what I mean? And but that's a different type of failing because that's you know nobody sees that. It doesn't affect anybody. But it's the big decisions. You know, the new job we want to take. The position we want to take, you know, the gamble we want to make with our free time to try to get something going, you know, which takes away time from other things like the decisions that affect more than just us. Those are the ones that are very fearful because like, well, if I fail, I got to face that. And, and you know, to, to be from. honest, yo, yeah, I'm going to be arguing with Sinan. The first one I'm saying is shout out the real reason why I don't get involved in the show, yo. My man over here looking like Vince McMahon. Hit, 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 hit it with that. Hit it with that. <laughs> <laughs> you seen the memes? <sighs> I can't even say it. Then we're going to end this shit on a cliffhanger, yo. <laughs> <laughs> can't take nothing serious here, yo. Can't take nothing serious. But obviously, you have to hit a nerve, man. This sound because... that's really hurting you. I can't, I can't say focus on shit, man. And I just don't want to start doing it again, right? And then just fall off because I can't keep my shit together. You know what I mean? Because that's, I make excuses. I blame it on my divorce. I blame it on my whole life. I make excuses for the fact that I walk away from shit, shit that I can't be good at. You've watched me do my whole life. I guess I'm just being okay, I guess, you know? And yeah, that's, that's what that, it is. Uh, I'm say, that's the, the, that's the whole story of fucking Loki, though. Right? So, towards towards, towards the, the middle, and as the story starts ending, Loki starts realizing that maybe his whole existence was to just lose all the time. Like, they actually tell him that. Mobius was like, well, your purpose was to be who you were so that greatness could happen around you. And Loki was like, nah, that's not my purpose. I'm not meant to be a fucking loser. You know, and, and that's that's another, like I said, that, that show is deep, man. If you really sit down and look at that show, that show is deep. But basically, that's what they tell Loki. Like, listen, your purpose was to be who you were so that the Avengers assemble and all this greatness happens. And then you die. And Loki's like, nah, I was meant for something glorious. And he fights it. You know, even though, you know, and even when he's with the girl, the girl tells him too. every time Loki does something, right? They're on the train. They're going off to to get on some plane and then they're going to do this miraculous thing. Loki gets drunk on the plane, ends up getting into a fight. They get thrown off the train. You know I mean, like every time they went to do something, Loki would do something stupid and mess it up to the point that the other Loki was like, did you ever think that maybe we were just meant to lose all the time? You know? But you know, like I said, it's you know, it's just it's that show is deep, man. I mean, I, I I'm glad you told me to watch it, but it really makes you think. Yeah, it's a good show, man. That, that's a good, that's a great show to do here. 
you know. But the biggest thing was he didn't just accept it. And I think that's what uh, you know, that's what we gotta take away from it is that you know, you know, maybe we we we've run from things in our lives or we've started things and not finished, or you know, taking the ball and ran with it for a bit and figured out ah, this is as far as I'm gonna go. I'll give it to somebody else and move on and. You know, we start realizing like that's that's who we are. And we kind of just accept it, but Loki didn't accept it. Like even yesterday, I was talking with Jason. I guess I didn't really think about it much. I just kind of glanced over it, but I'd be lying if I didn't say I thought about it all day long and you know thought about it this morning. But when we were talking and I was telling him about some some shit, you know, that I've, I've had to deal with throughout my career. And I told him straight up, I said, Jason, this is the problem. When you're someone like me that bounces around as often as I do and as I'm good as I am, I said, this is just what I deal with in that moment. And so he looked at me, he's like, you're not somebody that bounces around anymore. You're home now. But he said it was fucking feeling, man. And that shit kind of fucked me up. Because I've said it for years. Five years, I'm out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm not one to stick around. But same thing like you said. It, there was always an excuse. You know, the GM here, I don't know what he's doing. This manager here wants too much. This one, you know what I mean? There was always an excuse. And we said it a million times, right? You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, it's... Everything's in. Everything's inside, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just sucks when you have to like sit there and realize it. You know, it always kind of. So it's things are big. Dick. Yeah, yeah, it's kicking the dick. It's kicking yeah. the dick. That's why that says, man. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Well, this is not how I expected to start my Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go walk my dog and teach my class. Another yeah. position that I struggle with every day. <laughs> Anyway, send us home, brother. I got to run. Oh, and on that note, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, everybody had a great day today. I know this is, it started out really hot and fiery, but, you know, then got a little emotional. But, you know, that's what we do. We're all over the place. So it is what it is. And uh, <laughs> to next week, stay up, stay blessed. We love y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.